Hello, dear listener. I know it's been more than a minute since I last published an episode, and you'd be completely forgiven for thinking that this podcast was no more. The truth is that I stepped back from the calm edit because a few big life things came at me at once, and honestly, I just needed to take care of them. But while I was away, I could see that people from around the world were listening to episodes. As well as feeling genuine gratitude, it helped me think that maybe this content is helpful for at least a few of you. So here we are again, hopefully for the long haul this time. And today, I want to talk about prioritising your life without letting guilt and anxiety take over. It's something I've had to do a lot this year, but it's made such a big difference to my happiness levels. Being able to cut out the unnecessary stuff really is key to a calmer way of being. I'm excited to share six steps to help you prioritise like a pro. Find out the what and the how after the intro. Welcome to the Calm Edit Podcast, a show for busy women who want to live well and stress less without having to break the bank. Life is a lot these days, and being a woman comes with its own particular set of stresses. That's why it's so important to find moments of calm and get some you time. If that's a concept you're not familiar with, then you're definitely in the right place. I'm your host, Tanya Sinclair, and in each episode, I'll chat about all things well-being and self-care, I'll recommend budget-friendly products, and I'll share a few personal tips for calmer living. And because I know you only have so many hours in the day, each episode in this season is 15 minutes or less. A quick dose of calm for when you're on the go. I know your time is precious, my friend. So let's jump straight into the first step, which is to find your lay-by. That means exactly what you think it does. You can't even begin to start prioritising your life until you stop travelling at 100 miles an hour. So you're literally going to have to hit the brake pedal, pull in and pause. As long as it's safe to do so, I'd like you to stop what you're doing. I'd like you to straighten your back and your neck, soften your gaze or close your eyes and take a nice, deep breath in. Pause for just a second at the top. Now take a big exhale right through your chest. Drop your shoulders, unclench your hands, and relax your jaw and tongue. Now take a gentler breath in as you quieten down your thoughts and start to feel a little calmer. And breathe out. And take one or two more breaths just like this. This is your lay-by. It's the place you can go when you need to escape all of the crazy for just a minute or two. I want you to remember that you can always come back to your lay-by. 
no one needs to know where you're going or why. They'll just think you're taking a moment. Just use it when you need to. Okay, now shake your head gently. Take a final deep breath in. Breathe out. And open your eyes. Good. From this calmer space, I want to direct you to step two, which is to simplify or start your to-do list. As a full-time personal assistant, my job relies heavily on the ability to prioritise tasks. And in my experience, a simple, easy-to-access list is one of the best ways to do this. But you'd be surprised at how many people either keep everything in their heads or create multiple jumbled-up lists across notebooks, diaries and apps. Neither option is great for prioritising. If you're a keep-it-in-your-head list maker, you're setting yourself up for stress and worry as you constantly go over what needs to be done. And if you're juggling multiple lists, it can be easy to miss crucial appointments or double-book yourself without realising. My gentle advice to you is to get back to basics. Keep one physical list in one place and use it to write down everything you have going on that day or that week. I say this genuinely, nothing needs to be fancy. You don't need an expensive pen or leather-bound notebook, unless you want them, of course. At work, I type a simple list into an Outlook email and I cross the items off when I'm done. That's it. At home, I use a free app called Asana, which is easy to use on any device and means I can update it when I'm on the go. So you've cleared your head, you've got your list, but how do you actually prioritise what goes on to it? That's where steps three and four come in. Deciding what goes onto your list requires you to make decisions about what's urgent and what's important. That's step four. But in order to do that, you need to take step three, which is to recognise who these tasks are for. See, there's a big difference between tasks that we need to get done versus those we do to be seen as nice or helpful. If your list is loaded up with should-do tasks, such as helping neighbours with errands they could probably pay someone to complete, volunteering at the kids' school even though it eats into your swim time, or writing a third application for your friend who's just no good at this job-finding thing, then, my friend, you've really been prioritising other people's needs and wants above your own. I have to just caveat that point by saying there's nothing wrong with being helpful and kind to those you care about. It just can't be at the cost of your health, your happiness and your time. Let's say you're going to kick a few should-do tasks to the curb. That's so great, and I applaud you. But I also know it leaves you with a gigantic list of things you need to get done every day. I mentioned that step four was about deciding what's urgent and what's important. So let me explain the difference. Earlier this year, 
I needed to move out of my rented flat in London and find a new home. Even though the car medit is really important to me, I only had a short window of time to find another rental. And I had to do it around my day job and in the middle of the pandemic. So for those few months, I had to get really clear on my priorities and pretty brutal about how I used my time. When planning the move, I wrote down absolutely everything I needed to do and worked backwards from the move-out date. My list made it clear that Netflix, YouTube and social media binges would not serve me well during this time. And neither would trying to fit in content creation for the car edit. Did I feel guilty for shifting my focus? A little, if I'm being completely honest. But because I set out a simple, clear-to-do list, I could see what my limits were and what I really needed to get done. And here's where I implemented step five of prioritising, which is setting boundaries and managing expectations. Because I was going to be quiet on social media for a while, I decided to put out some messages so that Carmedit followers wouldn't think I'd dropped off the planet. And I also let friends know that I was home hunting, so they didn't take my radio silence for rudeness. Then I focused my free time on urgent moving tasks and important stress-reducing activities like exercise, meditation and sleep. While I can't say that moving was stress-free, prioritising tasks certainly made it an easier and calmer process overall. There's really no time like the present to start evaluating the priorities in your life. Your time truly is yours and you have the right to use it as you wish. But you have to give yourself the permission to do so. That's the sixth and final step, my friend. It doesn't make you bad or unlikable to set boundaries. And while your friends and loved ones may not always be comfortable with them, it doesn't mean they won't respect them. In fact, it might even inspire them to set some boundaries of their own. And I know items may stay on the list because they have to, and that new ones will be added unexpectedly. But if you don't leave the wiggle room for these, or you regularly sacrifice the things that bring you peace or happiness, then you're robbing yourself of what you deserve. So if you take just one thing from today's episode, it's to put you at the top of that priority list. Everything else can be added or discarded if you follow the steps I outlined. I promise you'll feel better, more grounded and much calmer once you put them into motion. In the spirit of prioritising, this show is moving to weekly episodes for the rest of the season. And to simplify things, I've ditched the podcast social channels and moved everything over to at the Calm Edit. So follow me there on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter for regular updates. That's it for today, Calm Seeker. As always, I'm so very grateful for your time and support. If someone you know is drowning under their to-do lists, spread the love and send them the link to this episode. Show notes can be found at thecarmedit.com slash pod slash six. So until next week, stay safe, stay well, and above all, stay calm. Bye.